Get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pink Millionaire Nicola Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you and ask for you to build a big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't done it already, go ahead, share the call with other people. They can dial in the 602-753-1848 or listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. We are, uh, we can say, part two, and I am uh, an ultimate goal getter. You know, we uh, have done some really deep dive in um, how to get it done, how to make goals that you can actually achieve. But the truth is that many people literally go through life year after year after year without their biggest goals being realized. I don't want that to happen to you, Power Starter. You know, we're heading into uh, a new year. And for me, we're already in the new year. And on today, we're going to be talking about a very uh, powerful topic your uh, scripture is going to be with Hebrews 12 and 11. You're going to want to write this down, and I want you to look at it in two versions, New International and New King James Version. Uh, we want to, if you have the Bible where you can look at multiple versions, I encourage you to do that. And um, we are going to be discussing uh, when should your goals be done? When are you going to get it done? And what are those five keys to making sure that happens. And so we've got to go to the Lord on today. Hopefully you do have your companion book, um, Your Best Year Ever with Michael Hyatt. It's a game changer if you don't already know that. And uh, I want you to, as you're going into, we consider this the new decade. It's not just a new year. It's a new decade. And I want you to um, get real because we're going to go backwards to go forward on today, but we've got to do it with discipline this time. Let's go to the Lord together um, as we are uh, allowing him to show us how to do it so we can get the outcome we really want this time. Father God, we come before you. We honor you on today because today is a day you've made, and we're so glad and rejoice we're here in the land of the living. Dear Lord, we are so grateful, oh, Father God, as we lift up uh, your name on high and give you the highest praise of hallelujah. We are so grateful, oh, dear Lord, that you are the great I am. And just to think, you have framed the world just with your word. But we know that you had a goal, and every goal that you set out to happen has happened, even including sending us our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who was with you at the very beginning. 
Wow, what a disciplined servant. Your only begotten son, our king of kings. We're thankful, Father God, for his example of leadership, his example of compassion, his example of showing us no matter how big the goal is, if we can believe, conceive, we can achieve it. But now we're asking for your Holy Spirit to come in and help us, the helper who's here with us, who resides on the inside of us for those who believe. Holy Spirit, we want you to have your way here at Power Start Your Day as we are pursuing to get it done. But we know that there are things of the world that have prevented us, that we've allowed to distract, to not get done. The assignments to goals that have been placed in our heart and also a part of our mission before we were formed in our mother's womb. We want to pick that up right now. The zeal, the understanding, the persistence, the discipline. Help us have a new perspective and a higher belief on discipline on today. So the discipline that we can move past the past into the bright future. We're thanking you right now that we're excited for the abundant life that we're going to be living. It won't just be words, but it will be our deeds. We will be making things happen. We honor you and bless you and so grateful that you are with us. And seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So good morning, good morning, good morning. And I believe I want you to come in the queue. You know, on this day... Um, it's not only the beginning of a new series. Today is my birthday. And funny enough, um, I didn't time this. I couldn't. Let me tell you something. On last week, as we were coming through um, how to become an ultimate goal getter, I was extremely busy and not even counting the days. But let me tell you something. I have now begun to live a life of such purpose that me coming to do what I do is not work. I want you to find that thing of fulfillment that no matter what day it is, that you will still be disciplined to do what it is you set out to do. Yes, today is my born day. And, and when I think about the day that, um, that I was born, obviously 46 years ago, I, um, I'm grateful to be here. And I dare not get too big for my britches where I can't serve the Lord. Trust me, he's given me 24 hours in a day. And you already know the 888 calendar is in full effect. And I will be having an amazing time for the rest of the day. But for now, we're talking about goals. I want you to turn to the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verse 11. And um, because I want to give you first a quick review uh, and then I, we're going to go into the, the scripture. Remember, we talked about there were five questions that you need to ask yourself uh, when you're trying to, um, you know, complete a goal, right? And we were talking about what, right? The what. What are you trying to really achieve and what's the real intention? Uh, do you have that? Do you have that? You know, um, is that clear for you by now? Is that clear for you by now? The what? The who? Do you need to become and who are you trying to help? Who are you trying to help? Who is it that you are trying to help? Remember, the gifts are given to us uh, to edify, 
and to build other people up. So you need to know when the goal is on alignment with God, it needs to be, okay, well, who are you trying to help? And why haven't you done it uh, thus far? You know, this goal or this idea or whatever that you've done, why haven't you done it thus far? And um, why must you do it now? Why must it happen now, right? And then uh, we have the how. We're talking about the plan. And we'll go deep into that when we go into details later on in this week um, on where many people are not detailed enough. Everything is just brushed over, and they miss important details, and then they miss the mark. They miss the mark. We are exhausted with mediocrity. We want to move into excellence. That's what I want for you. That's what you would want for your legacy, as well as um, the, um, the when. When will I complete it? Some things are short-term goals. Some things are uh, long-term goals, and some things are legacy goals, meaning when you leave what you're going to leave behind. And so when we start discussing that in the when, if you're talking about when, you've got to be disciplined to acknowledge the when. So when we start talking about discipline, let's go to Hebrews 12 and 11. And I am first going to read it from the New King James Version. My, my apologies, what's happening. Um, it, it, I'm sorry, not New King James Version. Uh, we're going to go to ESV and NIV. You can read it from there. And it says, for the moment, you want to underline for the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant. But later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Now we've seen, and we've even worked with scriptures in the Bible where God has even called the servant lazy who buried his talent. He talked about the consequences of slothfulness or sluggard, or laziness. And here in the book of Hebrews, that is considered the faith book. This is where you are learning that faith without works is dead. In this book in the Bible, I want you to go back, and Hebrews is a very, all of the books, but Hebrews, when you want to talk about faith, and you want to talk about putting the work in with that faith so that you can have the future Hebrews, that's the spot. That's the spot. You want to go in the Hebrews and, and, and learn some things there. But now when we go into the same scripture in Hebrews 12, 11 in the New King James Version, it says, now, no chastening seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Nevertheless, afterward, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Now, I'm just going to do a quick cross-reference of 
When you think about the word righteousness, there, there should be a scripture that uh, should stand out. And I can remember this scripture was very, very near and dear to me because um, I was literally driving up to my church and feeling like I was in one of the worst places of my life. I share that so many times, right? Different times, like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is the biggest one. This is the biggest drama I've ever uh, dealt with. I, I thought so, and it was my perspective that changed, and I'm going to work on that with you today with the beliefs that you've learned in this book. Um, the perspective changed and everything else did change too. And I was driving, uh, driving up going to my church. It's like a winding road riding on up and I was pregnant with Caden. And so I can count the time that today was my birth, my birthday and Caden's birthday was just, just a little over a week ago. So I would know for sure that this was 12 years ago, 12 years ago. And I was driving up and I was pregnant with Caden and I'm like, how are we going to do this? We have now three sons. Our last son is disabled. Robert and I are pretty much newly wed. We're, we're um, only married about a year by now. And today is also my anniversary. I know that God could be the only one to um, construct a message like this for you on today on discipline. And also hitting goals. If I can get through it without getting teary-eyed of the life you can live if you just become disciplined and you push through all that other foolishness that people allow to slow them down and stop you, where, where could your life be? So it's 12 years ago, and I heard the whisper of the Holy Spirit, and it was Matthew 6 and 33, seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all things will be added to you. Now we cross-reference in Hebrews 12 and 11 that says that the chastening will seem, um, it, it won't be joyful for right now, but it might be painful. Nevertheless, afterward, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. So here I am on my birthday, and I'm not antsy, like, oh, my gosh, it's my birthday. I can't work. It's my birthday. I can't work. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I was disciplined enough that on my birthday that I can serve knowing that, you know, we'll be heading off to the Caribbean in the next day and knowing that no matter what it is that I have right now at the level of what I want, that because of the discipline, I can now go and do that, experience that. But it appeared to be painful at the time that I had to say, you know what? The situation is we have another baby on the way and pull yourself up by the bootstrap and we're going to make it happen. But guess what? Caden was born in 2007. So 2008 ended up being one of the worst years in our history of our economy. Everything around me seemed like doomsday. My clients that I said, okay, now I'm just going to book more clients. I'm going to get the work done. The clients now started losing their jobs. 
I still showed up, and I can remember going all the way up until one week before I had Caden, and I'm still doing my clients, and I got up to the top of the stairs and bust out in tears saying, Lord, is this all there is? And the Holy Spirit says, no. Take your gifts. Start thinking about some other things. Get resourceful. And then I ended up being a platform artist at the Bronner Brothers Hair Show and led me into this industry of network marketing. I want you to understand that the discipline of keeping it going no matter what's happening, people around you are going to see you as, oh, my gosh, she's doing too much. Oh, I hope she's enjoying life. And I can tell you I look around and I don't see anybody's life I want to trade mine for. Not even a Warren Buffett. I'm grateful for where I am now and where I'm going, but I want you to know something about discipline. If you upgrade your beliefs, like in Michael Hyatt says, if you upgrade your beliefs, then you're going to recognize that you think in discipline as pain is a limited belief because the discipline now is going to put you in a regimen that's going to lead you to success. Most people that don't have a regimen, when we're talking about the 888 cash calendar, most people that they just, they just winging their entire life, most people, anything can come in and destroy your day because you had nothing planned in your day. When you don't have real goals that are now disciplined and planned out, the when you'll keep waiting for your when will it happen. So this is what I want you to know. Inside there it says, hey, you got to record, review, reject, revise, or reorient what? Your past. Because we're all a product of our past. But I want you to write this down. Let the past be your teacher, not your tormentor. Many of us, our past is tormenting us. Michael Hyatt goes through and he begins to talk about in his chapter four of his book, and he's talking about, hey, you, you, the backward. You want to kind of go backward for a moment so that literally you can go forward. Don't try to bury or ignore the past. In this time of the year should be a huge time of the reflection, review, and reposition. Michael Hyatt says it a different way, right? He gave you six steps, but I want you to think about the experiences that you've had in the past where you may have never hit the goals you were looking for or you got to a place where you ended up disappointed or depressed. I want this to teach you something, not torment you, not make you afraid to discipline yourself, to become an ultimate goal-getter. I go back into certain decisions that I have made in my spiritual, my personal, my business life. And because of these systems that I know, like I'm sharing it with you, Michael Hyatt has it six different ways, but with you, I'm telling you, I go and I do the reflection, I do the review, and I reposition I was able to do that, to say, wait a minute, here I am pregnant, I'm married this time. I was able to review my life and say, Lord, 
There were people who probably would have thought I never would have gotten married because I have a disabled child and I've married a man who stepped in and we both became, I became a mother to a son I didn't birth. He became father to children he did not have. And we are now a family. Are we perfect? Absolutely not. Far from it. But guess what? We are disciplined even to the goal of having a family. Guess what happens with goals on why you need discipline? There always seem a reason that's big enough, good enough to quit. So when there is no discipline, it's easier to quit. And how will you win if you quit? For those, their New Year's resolution is to become a quitter. They set out a goal, and I know for some who even are alpha men and alpha women, they go into network marketing, and it begins to whoop their butt, meaning it begins to show them every iniquity they have. They're used to being on the A list somewhere, and now they're on the C and D because they didn't realize they got to work on a few different things, and they don't want to fix it. But I can tell you right now that the discipline, if you go deep into whatever goal you did not hit, you will see that there was breakdowns in the discipline. No, don't blame it on the company. Don't blame it on the industry. Don't blame it on nobody has money. We just came from a GoPro event where you saw 20-something, I don't know, 20-something, maybe more, millionaires walk across the stage, and many of them were millennials. And I began to ask myself, as I'm training here right now on the discipline, I looked and I said, oh, how come so many of these young people are hitting the million-dollar mark? Because their past is not tormenting them because most of them don't have debts in their past. Yeah, they've had some challenges with their families or what have you, but they didn't have a long stretch of past that kept beating them down and beating them down. I find that the the more seasoned people are is the more their past is their tormentor versus their teacher because they think that age brings wisdom. Not necessarily. Let's look at the wisdom of the Lord in Hebrews 12 and 11. He lets us know that, listen, discipline or chastening seems painful for the moment, but it's what you want to lead you to where you want to go. So let's discuss this for a moment here. Backward thinking. We got to go backward to go forward. When you go backward, go back and say, what happened, but what did you really want to happen? What did you want to happen? Disappointment came from a letdown. Something you expected, you didn't experience. I've had them. Spiritually, personally, financially, relationally, you looked at the life score. In every area of the life score, I've had 
what we would consider disappointments. But then now when I look at those so-called disappointments, because I upgraded my beliefs and understood that those things, there were the lessons in there that I was supposed to do something with, that no one told me to do something with it, so I didn't do it. They didn't tell me that those things that happened, that it was for a reason. What did I want to happen? Am I going to learn from what happened and just myself going forward? The operative word is if you're trying to hit a goal, you got to go forward. So you're using the past as the rear view mirror, but you got to keep the pedal on the metal. I can tell you this, in this book, I want you to go through those steps of how you can now use the fears to fuel your future and hit goals. What did you actually want to happen? For those, some people, you might have been hurt spiritually, church hurt. You might have been hurt relationally. You had somebody to let you down, divorces, breakdown, kids tripped out on you. I didn't have it all. You want, you want financially, somebody either took some money from you or you thought you were going to get a promotion you didn't get, or, you know, uh, you thought you were going to be further along than where you are. We're going into the new year. You want to identify what happened and what did you want to happen? What did you want to happen? And then think about, well, what actually happened? And when you did that, what did you want to happen from versus what actually happened? If you use this word called responsibility, I learned the power of responsibility in my um, Money and You program that I attended that I'm definitely bringing in 2020. It was the power of responsibility. Responsibility is a power word. It is a power word. You want to be stay tuned for 2020 for my power words. I am telling you, responsibility is a power word because now it puts the ball in your court, not in the court of somebody you can't control, something you can't control. So you want to learn from the experience. Own your part. I know sometimes it's hard to find your part. Sometimes it was just that you left yourself open to something to happen over and over. Maybe you made decisions out of the wrong side of your brain. You were making it out of the pathos or the emotional side versus the logos, the thinking side. Maybe, maybe you need to get balance in that area so you can adjust your behavior. Guys, y'all know I have a big heart. I am like probably one of the biggest givers. And at the same time, a, a switch will flip off and say someone's taking advantage. It's time to reposition so I can go forward. This is how you hit goals, where you now assess what might be stopping you, what might be slowing you down. I have had invisible handcuffs in situations before, and you sit there and say, girl, are you crazy? You have options. 
You've worked this hard. You've been this disciplined to have options, and you need to now explore and execute options to meet the goal. Let's open up the call on discipline because as I'm traveling, whatever, some of these calls I'm going to have to pre-do for you, but I don't want you to miss not one of them because you're going to become an ultimate goal-getter in the new decade going forth if you decide today. 480-LAST-477-25. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning. Discipline. Good morning and God bless you. This is Jason out of Phoenix, Arizona. Happy birthday, Queen. Thank you. Happy, thank you. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. All those things Happy. in the world. How are you? I'm doing excellent. <clears throat> My voice is a little dry this morning because I, <clears throat> you know, I still I'm working through a cold. But I love what you talked about this morning. Uh, first of all, when it comes to discipline and reflecting on what you said about the the areas that you were were missing. And um, one thing that, that I that I saw in myself was I always worked on the emotional side when it mm-hmm. came to uh, working the business. And and one thing is is as I always hear work this business like you like work it like a business. Don't work it like a part time job. Well, I've never owned a successful business, mm-hmm. but in my mind, because of the vision that I had. I'm a business owner, but I've never really had a successful business. So I had to humble myself and say, you know what? I don't know everything. And everything that I'm doing is is not working because I'm doing it by emotion. Mm -hmm. And I would put in disciplines and then it would be just like a firecracker. It would go up and it would be beautiful, but then it would explode and disappear. And then it would go up again. You know, and I'm just like, what am I doing? I need to stick to this and continue to to fix my mind and do what I need to do when it comes to being disciplined. And I was just reflecting. Actually, yesterday I told somebody, I said, it's so crazy how in this day and in this hour, people will think the mind is powerful. People will think that they are something that they're not. Hmm. And it can work in two ways. You have people that they think that they, they feel that they are a different race and they will move away from people. They'll join a group of people. They'll do all kinds of stuff to be what they feel that they are. And I said, now just imagine if you twisted that around and you said, you know what? I feel, and I think that I am something bigger and greater than I am. You're going to look at people different you're going to position yourself away from people that are not connecting to your vision and who you think you are. And mm-hmm. that's what I started doing was surrounding myself and talking to people that I know that are disciplined, not only disciplined, but they are, they have a mindset of business. And I'm reading a book right now and it's um, uh, uh, God's perspective on um, business God's way. And mm-hmm. and it is speaking volumes to me about business, and I need to start doing discipline, and I I start being more disciplined, and start being out of the emotion and getting to the business side of what I I should be doing, what I should have been doing. So I thank you again for talking about reflection, 
because reflecting back is not killing me. It's not hurting me. It's just making me reassess for the greater things that I'm going to be doing in the future. You got to, you got to let it be your teacher. You got to let it be your teacher. That's what it's there for. It's the experiences so that you can literally learn. You can learn. I mean, I am so proud of you. I am so proud of you, uh, King Jameson. Let me tell you something. 615 last for 4698. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, Dr. Nicola. This is Nona out of Nashville. Bless and you. happy birthday to you. Thank happy you. Happy birthday anniversary. Today is my anniversary as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yay. Nancy, it's her anniversary too. I mean, oh yes, my birthday. Ma'am. Oh my gosh. That's a whole nother crazy story on our wedding day. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what a lie is crazy. Okay, so what do you want to say? Yes, ma'am. Yes, the, the king that just talked, he said just about everything that I was going to say. And, yes, I do need to learn how to be disciplined and be more disciplined to do what needs to get done. Because, mm. as you said on today, I have to sit back and reflect, reflect over this year to be able to do things better in for 2024. So this was a great call on this morning. So I yeah, love yeah. what you said on today. I love that. Yeah. I couldn't orchestrate it. Discipline. Even on my birthday, I'm still doing what I said I was going to do. Yes. You understand? Yes. yes. And, and, yes. and I got 24 hours in a day because my perspective is I have 24 hours, 30 minutes of the 24 hours to do what mm-hmm. I said I'm supposed to do is discipline. Yes. Discipline. Yes. Absolutely. God bless you. God bless you. Good morning. This is our last one here. One minute. We got like, just a few. We went a little over, but it's my birthday. Good morning. God bless you. Six, seven, eight, last four, six, eight, three, eight. We're going to wrap this up. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Nicola. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Good morning, Ruth. Thank you so much for my flowers. Thank you so much. I got so many gifts. I gotta, I'm going to be sharing them on today. I have so many things, but oh my gosh, my flower, I pray you got to teach me now how to not to kill it. Okay, I bring life to folks, but Lord, to the plants, I need some help. That's okay. <laughs> that one will live regardless. All you have to do is just a little water. I gave you everything you needed to go with it. So it's in your kitchen, under this Lord, cabinet. You only water when I tell you to do it. I just want to tell you. Some flowers too. I'm like, oh my gosh, give me some flowers that died. They gave me some flowers that got to be planted. I'm like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> we are helping you with that. I just want to tell you happy, happy anniversary and uh, happy birthday at the same time. It's been a, a decade, Dr. Nicola Smith-Jackson, since you and I partnered up together. And I just want to tell you thank you for teaching me and showing me, even though I'm much older than you, I have learned a lot of discipline from you. I just want to give that back to you and edify you on that because, you know, it doesn't matter about your age. It's a matter about what you want to do while you grow and doing what you do. And I just want to thank you for me and for the entire team just to share with you everything that you taught us. Even though you think we're not doing everything, we're on it. We might not do it exactly like you tell us to do it, but listen, we are on it. So I just want to let you know we love you. 
We care about you. We got your back all the way, all the way from the anti-momental society, uh, the pink millies. We all want to tell you happy, happy, happy birthday for Pink Millie Club. And we also would love to tell you, Dr. Nicola Smith-Jackson, you are simply the best in network (laughs) marketing. You're number one. You're number one. I saw it myself. I've been with you for 10 whole years of my life. And it's been the best ride that I ever had with you and Reverend Robert Jackson. So you all continue to enjoy your anniversary. I have more gifts for you. I have them already ready for you. Whenever you get back in town, let me know. I just love you to the way that a person, pure heart, clean hands. I love it. Thank you so much. We ready to ramp up right now, Rushi. It's 2020. You know when my energy starts getting like this, you know exactly what it is. We already are just going to be closing out because uh, we know that no weapon formed against us will prosper. But I can tell you those, those who are diligent will be rewarded greatly in 2020. So we ramping up. We ramp it up. We laid out a huge goal. God has already taken us down the, the whole street of where and how we're going to hit this goal because we're going to do it his way. We are so grateful for those that he is already having in place and those who he's sending to us from the north, south, east, and west. I see it. Now let's build it. See it now, let's build it. God bless you.